Hola amigos, mi nombre es Andrés. My name is Andrés. La rocola del rolo de Latin Jukebox because music is a lovely universal language. Bienvenidos. Okay, guys, thank you very much for joining once again. Some people say that second parts are not as good as first parts, but I'm going to need to discuss this after we record this episode with Ty and Joe from Phantom Jukebox. Guys, how are you guys tonight? Doing good, man. Thanks for having us on. Very excited to be here. Thank you very much for joining again, for being patient with me, <laughs> because I know yeah. today's topic is going to be a little bit different from the topic we talked about last time, <laughs> but I'm happy to have you guys here, and I'm glad you made it. Joe, I know you had a hard time on traffic. Never for the best. Traffic be damned. Glad that you guys are here. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Well, guys, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, I believe we are going over our favorite songs of 2022 absolutely we're gonna talk about our favorite and best songs of 2022 there are a lot so i'm pretty sure some of them are gonna be missed but we're gonna try to bring some of those songs that created some energy and some vibes and somehow performed well around so thank you okay well you guys already know who ty and joe are but i'm just gonna let them kick it off who are the phantom jukebox guys well uh we are two musicians who dive into the world of odd music history their myths conspiracies and bizarre music history. uh you can find our back catalog on apple spotify pandora podbean good pods anywhere you can find Any major streaming platform that you can find podcasts on, search Phantom Jukebox, and we'll be there. Yeah. We're also on the social medias, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, the web. Just search Phantom Jukebox. We'll, we'll, you'll get there. And, and we are lucky enough, actually, our, when you look up Phantom Jukebox, we're pretty much the number one that comes up. So, yeah, good branding. Absolutely. Uh, and I know Dakota and Ziggy, they have a lot to do with it as well. They have all to do with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are puppets, just marionetted uh, by the main production that is going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it's, uh, all of our socials are handled by uh, Dakota and uh, Ziggy keeps us in line very hard strict rule Wonderful. what a team what a team and how's the band going it's going good we're on a little break we're still writing music and stuff but we're um our uh, gigging season we wrapped that up um late last month yes i believe we played an acoustic show which was fun it was different for us but it was fun yeah as much as i love playing live i love creating i just Mm -hmm. I love it. Especially because uh, my boy got finally got his MIDI keyboard set up, and uh, I could see you scoring a movie in the next mm, two years. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, wow, wonderful. We got, it. We, wonderful. we got some stuff in the oven. Uh, we have one song that's very far along. Uh, we got to put some vocals down. If we had released that song by now, I would say that would make that would have made my list. I know that's really vain to say. Oh yeah, but I it's a shameless plug. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a, it's a really fun song to play and hopefully a fun song to listen to. I certainly think so. 
Yeah. Um, we certainly think so or we wouldn't release it. But it's going to come in 2023? It's it's kind of looking that way. If it does get here, it'll be towards probably the middle of next month. Uh, Kenny Grooms, who does all of our mixing for Phantom Jukebox and for uh, Otherworld, you know, the holidays and stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we all kind of, one of the reasons we take breaks around now is just because, uh, you know, you got Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's back to back. And uh, it's just it's just a good time to kind of slow down, enjoy the weather. Yeah, it's not as hard to schedule as it were, like you were trying to schedule a D&D campaign, but it's still pretty hard to schedule. D&D campaigns are almost impossible to schedule. I have tried. I've even pulled my birthday card, like, for my birthday, can we play D&D? Wonderful. No, I know. I know. Well, this time of the year is very special. Well, Christmas is coming. And for example, here, I mean, you guys should be proud and happy of the weather that you guys have there because here is starting to get cold. Tonight we have zero degrees. Oh, wow. So, yeah, massive. <laughs> I like cold, but I think that's another level of cold. Yeah, no, definitely. Once you run out of numbers and you hit zero, <laughs> and you start just adding a minus sign in front of it, that's no, no bueno. No. Yeah, it's coming soon. It's coming soon. So, <laughs> at least you guys have the good weather. So glad to hear that. And for you guys who don't know, these guys, Ty and Joe, they have a wonderful band called Otherworld. And by the way, all our listeners should know this because you guys mentioned this in our latest episode. So they should be aware. And well, that was a very interesting intro. And thank you guys again for coming, for taking this time with me and to talk a little bit about music, right? So it's wonderful. Well, basically, we're going to kick it off. So the way we're going to do this is because we have like a crossover between English and Spanish here. Ty and Joe are going to bring the English speaking songs and I'm going to bring the Latin songs. So that's going to create the mix of the episode. And well, we're just going to kick it off. Who wants to start? Ty, Joe, who wants to start? Do you? Okay, so you're going to work our way to one. So we start with, uh, we each have three apiece, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's start with number three, and then go three, two, honorable mention, and then number one. Okay, that makes sense. That sounds good. Perfect. Build the suspense to number one. Build the suspense to number one. Absolutely. Let's say it that way. Uh, do you want to go first, Joe? Or you go first? Go ahead. All right. So for my number three... So I really did try um, get out of to not do. We did metal. We had a whole episode to metal. So I, I thought to myself, let's get outside the parameters of. I'm talking about me. And that Joe's looking at me like I like I'm shaming him. But so I'm looking at my own, being like, oh, that's what we're doing. <laughs> No, that's what I'm doing. So you can do whatever you want. Absolutely. Uh, so for me, I was trying to like, you know, I, I had gotten a really bad habit of listening to my like playlist over and over. So um, when you asked us to come on, I was like, you know what? I'm really going to I'm really going to take the time and try to expand the borders of music I listen to. And I did it. I'd give myself maybe a B minus. <laughs> <laughs> These are definitely songs I've heard before. But um, for me, my criteria was, do I react to listening to it? Like, you know, bobbing my head, you know, what does it put me in a good mood listening to it? Can I listen to it more than once? And do I just don't want to skip the song while I'm listening to it? Because there's sometimes there's some songs, even the ones you like, there'll be parts where like, I don't like the acoustic section of the song. And you might mm. be tempted to skip over it sometimes. For me to make this particular list, I had to, you know, react to it. It had, to, it had had to have a groove to, you know, uh, it had to have a really strong emotion for me. And uh, it was uh, something I wanted to listen to beginning to end and had something to offer the entire time. So my number three, finally, to get into that is the song Kickback by uh, Kenshi Yo. Oh, it's Japanese, so uh, forgive me, everyone. Yonizu? Kenshi Yonizu? 
uh, it's the Chainsaw Man theme song. I started watching that this year. I knew it was coming, but I, I started watching it uh, basically premiere night. Uh, and that theme song is amazing. And it came out this amazing. year. Amazing. Wow. It's got so many different things going on to it. Uh, plus, I mean, the music video is basically the intro to the show, which is so cool. But um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's super catchy. It jumps around genres. And then um, it's, I don't know, it's almost got like a, I mean, it's definitely a rock song, but it's also got a little bit of like Spanish influence in it, just a little bit, just a little bit. And like, I, I hear it and they may be using a similar scale or something like that, but um, it's a, it's a catchy tune. That's, it's, that's, that's an old way of saying things. It, it's a catchy tune that, uh, that anime. Very interesting. Very interesting. So it's anime. And do you, do you watch a lot of animes or it's just this one? Yes, he does. <laughs> I do. I do. I, what I was going to correct was I, I'm not like, um, I don't know like the deep lore of like, I, I'm, I'm, I know like the main ones and then I'm getting into like, I have a couple like off the wall ones, but um, yeah, anime is really, really cool. I, uh, I'm always looking for new ones. Yeah. Very interesting. I remember um, I tend to mix the expressions, but I remember one called death note. Death note. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's anime, but it is. It's great. Yeah, Death Note with the one with like the 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 notebook, yeah, right? Yeah, the one with the notebook. Then. Oh yeah, yeah, that's anime. That's a that's a that's stuff like the kind of like slightly obscure, really popular ones. Because Naruto, Bleach, yeah. and then One Piece are like your OG, every the Metallica like the of classics, yeah, yeah, of anime. And then like Bleach is like the band that should be as famous as uh, sorry, Bleach. Uh, uh, Death Note should be as famous as the other ones, but definitely has its own following, but just never quite crossed over. But I think maybe it's because it's so dark. Uh, yeah, but, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, very interesting pick. Highly recommend. Once again, I have homework here to do because I've never heard it, but I will definitely take a listen to it. Why not? It sounds like a very interesting thing to watch uh, some anime while hearing. What's that? Can she Joe? Oh man, it's Y O N E Z U. So Yonizu, Yonisu. I you need oh Yo Yonizu. Okay, Kinshijo Yonizu. I don't know. Uh, I have a, I have the list here, and uh, I'll be taking notes while we uh, go through. So I'll just send this to you. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That would be a very interesting thing, and uh, I appreciate it because I learn a lot from you guys. It's this is wonderful. Sounds like an awesome pick. I will definitely take a listen to it. Thank you very much, and well. What do we have next? Well, are we going my number three? Yes. Yes. Yo. Okay. Well, um, I was a big fan of Three Days Grace, uh, you know, in my high school years. Uh, but the lead singer of the band left and created a new band. And the original Three Days Grace got a new singer. So the, the, new, band, the new Three Days Grace isn't, doesn't sound like the original does. But the original singer of Three Days Grace, his band sounds just like the old OG 
nostalgia of Three Days Grace that I know and love. And they released a song this year called Better Late Than Never by Saint Asonia. Wow. And that is a very good, like, just, I don't know what, 90s, like, 2000s rock. Almost kind of emo rock, but not much, really. I haven't caught that one yet. Oh. Yeah, I remember that 2000 decade kind of emo kind of very interesting i never i never i never made it to emo with uh, i had a huge emo phase When you were emo, uh, what was the band that you definitely went to, yo? Oh, 100% uh, My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance, okay, yeah. Uh Oh, yeah. When they broke up, I was in high school, and I wore all black to school that day like it was a funeral. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Very interesting. Yeah, I was deep into it. My Chemical Romance. I remember a song from them. Helena, I think that's the name. Helena. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Helena. Very good. Wow. Very. I didn't know you had that emo epoch. <laughs> I, I still am, really. It's just now I dress <laughs> like I'm going to a meeting. <laughs> a meeting, funerals. <laughs> yeah. And you, Ty, you were never emo. Like, you didn't have those. I uh, I grew up in the country, so there were, there really wasn't room for that. Emo flannel. No, yeah, I I honestly uh, I probably wouldn't have anyway. But um, there's some songs I like. I'm not saying like I'm above the genre or anything. It just it for me like I think some people want the emo route. I was like the uh, I probably should have been born in like the 80s when the thrash metal thing started happening because I was definitely walking around in like flannel and metal shirts like through the last couple of years of high school once I kind of figured out like <laughs> the genre that I probably belonged to. Yeah. yeah. The so, genre chooses you. you yeah. That, yeah. I, w- I was kind of like, I was the, uh, the flannel metal shirt kid. Very wonderful. Well, that's a good pick. Three days great. I, I've never heard it, but it's very good to understand and to see, to try to listen to all these new music, well, new music with old background, trying to understand where where everything comes from and how those sounds come back to it this year and make an impact. That's very interesting. Oh, yeah. There's straight nostalgia when I listen to them. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. Well, guys, I'm going to hit the number three of my list and well it was tough to me well i i knew that i had to pick songs in spanish but when i looked at it throughout the year i tried to make a memory of the things that came out to the market and that made an impact to me and definitely there were two artists one of them has become a, a favorite one, but the other one, when he started, he was not of my favorite artists, but now all the different sounds he used, he tries to mix like different kinds of styles and he tries to innovate. That's why I decided to bring him. He released an album called Un Verano Sin Ti this year. Un Verano Sin Ti in English would be A Summer Without You. And this is coming from... Oh. I know, I know. Like, kind of cheesy. <laughs> 
But no, it's it's not cheesy at all. It's actually urban. The guy is called Bad Bunny. And this first song, number three for me, would be one of the first songs that was released from this album. But it has become more popular lately. And I was taking a look at the Hot Latin songs. And this song is actually number one right now, like if we if we look at it. So the name of this song is Titi Me Pregunto. Titi is... Uh, well, in English, the name of this song would be like Auntie Asked Me. Auntie Asked Me something like that. Mm-hmm. And the vibe of this song, inside the song, there are different styles, there are, there are different vibes, different moods. And this is very interesting. This song, for some reason, charted at number five on the Billboard Hot 100 back in May. And I say for some reason, because if you listen to it, it's hard to classify it into a reggaeton song or an Irvin song or a merengue song. Like it's, it has different things inside. But yeah, that's basically why I picked it. This song is a commercial impact. And there's another song. There are two other songs that I want to highlight, but only two of them made my top three. And not even my honorable was by this artist, Bad Bunny has made a really good job. I don't know how he does it, but he has become very popular and popular and popular and popular. And he he wins almost everything he's nominated for. So there has to be something there. I don't know what it is because again, he's not Hmm. of my favorite artists, but there are some songs from him that really are catchy and that really put the energy in another level. Oh yeah. I, I don't know Spanish, but I know some Bad Bunny songs that I can really jam out to. 100%. Yeah. I kind of like, got secondhand bad bunny on a road trip because i was like half passed out and my uh my coworker christian um was playing it and he was he was a big fan of it and there's uh, from what i heard it sounded pretty good it's just i i probably wouldn't wouldn't seek that out if i heard it i probably yeah. would like kind of jam out to it but I, I probably wouldn't seek it out yeah i don't know i can see or, or when i listen to this guy right now i feel evolution from the time he started Till now, when he started, I honestly didn't like mm-hmm. the style at all. It was all trap, and everything sounded the same, almost the same rhythm for each song. It was kind of monotonous, but there's a lot of evolution here, and this album really marked another level in the urban music. So that's why I picked it. Yeah, this was a really good year for him. He really kind of blew up this year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This year, everything he's nominated for, he wins it. He got an award lately from Apple, and, and it's like an award that no one has ever won it before. I, like, it's this kind of artist. I don't know. And no one knows how he's that successful, but he is so successful. He's a mystery. But yeah, that's my number three. Titi me pregunto. All right, so I can't have a list and not talk about psilosis. Absolutely, absolutely. I knew it was gonna come. <laughs> so, so lucky for me. So, actually, I've been on a big. Uh, I guess it's like dad rock now, but I've been on a big like 
seventies prog rock kick. Uh, like one of my favorite bands of all time is Yes. Um, highly recommend. They only got inducted in the Hall of Fame like only a couple years ago, which is complete bull. But their music is amazing, and they actually had a release. Uh, Chris Squire, their bass player, who's of probably my favorite right now, uh, unfortunately passed away a few years ago. Uh, but I think they had a release of either archival music or they had somebody step in to fill in the role. And they had a release in 2019. And I was trying to see if I could, uh, you know, I was, I was hoping what the, you know, bef- you know, I was hoping they had something this year, but they didn't. So, but, oh. but um, fortunately enough, another one of my favorite bands, Silosis, did have a release a couple months ago called Heavy is the Crown. Mm. Oh, heavy is the, so. What it's heavy is the crown is. Uh, I don't want to say it's like par for the course of what I expect Silosis to sound like. Sound like, <laughs> so it is what I mean. They they didn't really push the boundaries of what Silosis could do. In that sense, it sounds bad. They, they they kind of like they had an amazing last album that kind of like set the new standard for them, and this is I think is them exploring that new standard. And then yeah. um, it's almost like a continuation of that last album we heard that had, um, I believe, um, I Sever was, was that the last album? Mm-hmm. So getting into this one, which is it's kind of like part two of that album, which I, I mean, that last album was amazing. And this song in particular, they, they do one of my favorite things um, a band can do and something I'm trying to implement in Otherworld is that you know how you have some song, you know, some like just the way songs are built, it'll be verse something and then like a chorus. And then you come back to the same verse and then like the same chorus and so on. And not saying that songs shouldn't do that, but I think you can, you know, you get away with that, but you need to offer by the next time you come around to the chorus, either before or after that. And especially maybe after that, you need to offer something new. Otherwise you're just copy and pasted the song twice. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we've been we've been uh, exploring stuff like that. I've been um, well. Curse of Man has just got something new just about every every measure. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the songs we're working on now kind of explore that idea that this like you can listen to the song all the way through and you're getting something new by the end of the song. And it's like once you make it to the end, I don't want to say you just throw another riff in there, but you do kind of add a new section to close the song out. You know, you might have an intro, but I kind of look at it as like having an outro for a song is essential. Uh, maybe taking a break every now and then to kind of have like a, a what I call like the sorbet of the album, you know, to kind of like cleanse the palate. Yeah. But uh, Silosis is very, very good about keeping the song interesting all the way through. If it's not adding a lead line on to the second time they come back to the verses, it's what they do in heavy is the crown and they have this um, call and response between the two guitars. And if you're listening in stereo, hmm. um, it alternates between the left and right speakers for the whole like last part of the song. That's wonderful. I love it when songs do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's it, not to mention it's just a great song all the way through. And uh, uh, you will find yourself reacting to it. Like you will be like head pump, you know, head banging. You'll be working out just 10% harder in the gym. <laughs> making making that peanut butter and jelly sandwich ten percent more. You you will be able to spread crunchy peanut butter to this song <laughs> with ease, with ease. I'm pretty sure Silasis always does that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, 
yeah, great, great addition to uh, this year. So I'm going to be making my, I, I need a day where I just uh, go through all of their old discography and work my way up. I started about a year or two ago. Um, really getting into them. Absolutely. Looking for some inspiration, then you just grab the all discography of Silosis and you just go like song by song looking for that inspiration. That's good. I I really appreciate it. I knew Silosis was <laughs> going to come at some point of the road. Uh, they need to come to America. No, absolutely. They need to come to America. They will not. I, I understand the difficulties and like setting up a tour on this side if your following isn't there but it's hard for me to get to europe yeah yeah but i know well it's not silosis but i know gojira went to tampa a few months ago was it gojira or was it uh, i don't now i don't remember i think there was there was um i ghost and mastodon 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 yeah no, it wasn't gojira it was mastodon yeah yeah did you guys go yeah mastodon I couldn't. Uh, I actually did end up going, and it was pretty awesome. It was Mastodon, Ghost, and Spirit Box? Yes. Spirit Box is pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mastodon. That's that's an up-and-coming one. I was honestly a little disappointed that uh, Mastodon only got half a stage. Oh. Comparison to Ghost that got the full stage, because Mas- while Mastodon was playing, they still had a lot of like ghosts set up in the back, ready for them to headline so that they didn't have to fill the stage once Mastodon got off. Yeah, but Mastodon's like set, like stage set compared to Ghosts, like stage setup, I should say, is completely different. Yeah. Mastodon can be just those four dudes on stage and be really entertaining. And then with lights. With lights. And then like Ghosts, like I understand they're com- two completely different styles of performing. Yeah. But Ghosts needs the aesthetic at this point. Yeah, Ghost had seven, I think, seven costume changes throughout the performance. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much. <laughs> very interesting. It's so cool. That's a very wonderful pick. And wow, now I'm curious to see what Joe has to say on his number two. I was honestly, you know, looking through, like, Googling bands that I. I know and love and looking up like, oh, did they release anything this year? Yeah. Did they release anything this year? (laughs) And I was coming up with nothing, you know, nothing good at least. But then I realized I'm like, oh, I've learned a lot of new songs and new bands that this year that I didn't know years and years before. And so I just ended up pulling up my metal playlist and scrolling to the bottom my newest ads and turns out that uh this band that i only know two songs by and they're both were released this year but my favorite one is called glitch by parkway drive mm. yeah parkway drive wow it is catchy it is like it's still a metal song but it's just so catchy what was it called again glitch glitch Wide open, shit, tear a manifest before me. I cannot sleep. I cannot hide. 
of there's a little bit of call and response with uh, instead of like one guitar that's panned to the right and then panned to the left, it's you can tell it's two different guitars that play the same line, but one's louder and one's quieter, and it switches between the two mm. to hear that back and forth, which is really cool. I uh, I've seen a couple live videos of them performing. That frontman puts everything into performing live. Yeah. Like it's one of those deals. Like I, he's actually really good. Like, like screaming, the screaming style singing is actually very difficult to do correctly. Yeah. Um, Cause you can get out and cookie monster it all you want, but you're going to basic, you're treating your throat like a blender at that point. Yeah. You're just going to ruin. Your yeah. Cords. So there's a, there's a proper technique to do it. And uh, even still it's an endurance thing. Um, of the way you have to do it to not, you know, blow your voice out and to travel like they do to perform as many shows like they do and go as hard as they do. Uh, it's impressive. It's one, it's one of those where it's like, if he has like an off night, it's like, well, that's just because you put 110% in the night before. Yeah. He doesn't leave the state without a hernia. (laughs) No, like he, he's all over the place. But the one thing I will say about Parkway drive is they're pretty (laughs) bro-y. They're pretty like it's it's not quite on a scale of one to five finger death punch. They're like a well, that's they're like a six. That song you're referring to is very it's a it's the one where he wants to fight God. Yeah, but, <laughs> but not every song is like I that. talk to God today. <laughs> if he comes, I'll fight him as well. He's got this whole thing. You can hear the four loco cans cracking in the background. Jeez, that's so cool! I need to, I need to listen to that. It's, a, uh, it's the song's called "Wishing Well," right? Wishing Well, the yeah, one that, that one you're Wishing Well. So Parkway Drive, Wishing Well. The intro's pretty. It's a little over the top, let's say, but um, the uh, the song itself's actually really, really cool. <laughs> the the first riffs, like, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's basically about being angry with your creator. Like he's, it's a, the character is angry with God for mm-hmm. you know things that have happened, and uh, I forget what he did the build up to it, but essentially the chorus is drown you in your wishing well. Oh, <laughs> it's it's brutal. It's like it's it's uh, it's one of the reasons I like Parkway Drive is specifically that song. Yeah, but they 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 can get a little broy for me. <laughs> Very interesting. Like you don't have you don't have to fight everything, man. You don't have to fight everything. <laughs> <laughs> but solid pick though yeah solid no pick. absolutely i need to listen to this it sounds like a very interesting thing i'm learning a lot it's a lot of very interesting picks and songs and i just can't wait to listen to that for sure well thank you thank you joe for that one wonderful pick i'm gonna bring the latin vibe with my number two and number two i have a song this singer is called becky g and Becky G released an album this year called Esquemas. Esquemas in English means schemes. So Becky G, even though her parents are Mexican, she was born in California. So she tends to mix English and Spanish in most, not most, but in a lot of her songs. And this year she brought a feature for that album, for that specific album, with a Colombian lady called Carol G. Carol G is one of the latest urban artists, female urban artists that are kicking it out of the stadium. And this song was released on February 
2022. And this song was really, really important. This song actually was part of the Billboard Hot 100, but not as important. And this song has a very interesting fact, and it's that it has two videos. The first video, it had like a military scenography, different things in a desert, but with military things. And because of this war between Russia and Ukraine, they just decided to shoot another video and this video is cooler in a way and uh, actually I don't know if you guys are familiar with this name but one of the starings of the second music video is Mia Khalifa Mia Khalifa is well you guys know who Mia Khalifa is right so (laughs) so this song is called Mami just like that Mami with three eyes in the end and it opens with um, like kind of ranchera very cantina very Mexican but then it brings all this urban vibe. Very popular song, not only popular, but also catchy. And the topic of the song is really, it really gets into people. So, well, that's my number two, produced by Ovi on the drums, as most of the Carol G's songs. And yeah, that's my number two. I don't know, like most likely you, you haven't heard it, but this song was very, very important this year. Para la mierda y nunca vuelvas Que todo se te devuelva No, de lo que me hiciste si no te acuerdas No me vuelvas a llamar Esta bote celular De lo tóxico que eres Se volvió perjudicial Lo que se va, se va Conmigo no te equivoques Oh yeah, I'll definitely give it a, a check out because I, I do like the Aranchana uh, type style of music. Uh, that when the reggaeton drums is kind of mm-hmm. my favorite as far as Latin style music. Yeah, I know the. Uh, I don't. I don't know many. I know reggaeton, but I don't know um, like the drumming style because if I didn't play bass, I'd play drums. But uh, uh, as far as like getting getting into like all the sh- subgenres you guys are talking about, I'm completely lost. No, no, absolutely. And the thing here is that it's very interesting because Carol G, if you ask me, I don't know, four years ago, nobody in the market, nobody knew the existence of this lady. Mm-hmm. But she became so popular between last year and this year. And so popular is so popular. Like the last two years for her have been really successful. And right now, for example, she's touring and she came here to Canada and, and I was, uh, well, I didn't have the chance to go to the concert, but I saw the videos and it was crowded. Like, it's amazing. It's unbelievable how successful she has become. So it's a phenomenon. And well, whenever you have a chance, give it a try. It's Mami from Carol G with, well, actually it's from Becky G with Carol G. Oh yeah, definitely. I'd love to give it a, a listen to, and I definitely love seeing uh, artists of other genres that aren't rap or pop uh, getting famous mm. quickly, because it seems like it's, it's harder for anyone who's not rap or pop to, yeah. to get big real quick. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree, Joe. I agree. It's so hard. But yeah, thank you very much, guys. And well, it's now time to open the door for a track from another fellow podcaster. So we're going to listen a little bit to what he has to say. Check it out. Hi, it's John Frankie Kennedy here from orgsadorgs.pubbean.com. Fortunately, I'm still stuck in an orb at the moment and I haven't had a chance to listen to much new music in 2022. 
What I have loved this year, though, is A Dark Place for Somewhere Beautiful by Nova Twins. Heavy buzzing guitars, then some chilled, almost ethereal vocals before it goes hard. Love it. like we're heading to the honorable mentions yeah yes yeah so i i uh i kind of have two if i may I've, yeah absolutely uh, absolutely short short descriptions on both well the short description on the first one and it's and the reason i wound up not counting it as my full-on honorable mention is because i kind of who's in the song kind of elevated it to a status i kind of caught myself on that and i was like no that's not really that's not really fair to judge it by that uh though it is a good song the gorilla's cracker island featuring thundercat hmm. on cracker island I love me some Thundercat. And when I'm in that mood, he is my go-to, like, just chill. I'm like, chill, but I kind of want to laugh because that's kind of, like, where he sits. Yeah. Um, I, I have his, uh, I think it's for the, uh, I'll, that also his artwork that he gets. I know I don't think he does it, but the his art direction, at least, he's a part of. Because he's, like, a nerd who can outplay just about anybody on this planet at base. And he's funny, and he doesn't take himself too seriously, and he also happens to be dynamite. Because um, them his biggest song is probably Them Changes, um, which I have, like, the single for and this beautiful like Japanese like I mean you get me with this full like his logo it's like it's all Japanese ornate like it's in the this really really great binding and stuff and the album is blood red oh it's mm. oh it's gorgeous it's of the few records I needed to go find like I saw it and I, I had to have it and I think it's called like where the giants roam or something like that nice one of my favorite parts of my collection next to Dakota buying me the Twin Peaks soundtrack <laughs> um which is also red and also really cool looking but those that's kind of like the song's good and the, I, lo- I like the gorillas but i haven't liked the gorillas since plastic beach really yeah. mm-hmm. plastic beach yeah um i mean demon days is their best work but plastic beach was one i really liked and i kind of want the gorillas just to be the gorillas like they kind of always wind up having like a guest star which i guess is just their thing now but i kind of wanted like it's like demon days is mostly just like auburn and the band playing gorillas songs which were kind of like alternative punk hip-hop kind of thing um but uh, i know you have to evolve and stuff but like having a guest star on every single song you release it, it, it kind of stops being you kind of stop having a direction and it's it's kind of like just an album full of singles rather than an album that makes sense together yeah yeah absolutely absolutely this plastic beach album has a lot of features it does i uh i would get that on uh vinyl next i probably see it and get like the extended tracks actually one of my favorite songs is i think it's got a guy called bailey in it i think it's called 
um, Don Comatic or something like that, or it's something like that. But it's like a it's like a bonus song anyway. But my actual honorable mention is by a band we have talked about already, and it is Gojira's uh, "Our Time Is Now." Ah, uh-huh. yes. So they released a song this year. It has really cool album artwork uh, or the single artwork. It's just real simple. It's like this really cool, like caveman slash runic lightning bolt. Um, and like the album sleeve looks like it's made out of stone. It's pretty cool looking. Um, but the reason it's an honorable mention for me is it's kind of what I was talking about with uh, Silosis. And it, it's kind of par for the course for Gojira. Like, yeah, it's just too par. It, it sounds. The reason it is on this list is it sounds different than any other metal I've listened to. Like, Gojira just has that factor where it's on and you know it's them. So that that put it way up there for me. Um, and Our Time Is Now is a cool song, but if I hadn't heard, like, what, Magma? Was the album uh, before this? No, uh, Amazonia. Amazonia, you're right. So Amazonia, like, what I've heard I've liked. Um really confusing music videos, but what I've heard I've liked of that one. Uh, but this just kind of sounds like, uh, it sounds like Gojira trying to write a single. Yeah. And it's trying to write approachable Gojira, which I understand is a necessity and the dirty part of making music professionally. Uh, but uh, it, it doesn't put it on the, it doesn't put it very high on the list for me. As much as I enjoy the song and things they do, like I said, it's just, it's par for the course for Gojira. It's like, I would expect them to do this and everything else they've done has been like this kind of crazy left field kind of thing. Yeah, they would have made my top three if it worked for that guitar solo in that you, song. You hate that guitar tone in that song. <laughs> and you are like one of the biggest Gojira fans I know. Yeah. So for you to be like, man, I don't really care for it, I had to like double take to make sure you didn't have a head wound. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to see the, like, I have one of my favorite artists. He sings in Spanish, but he changed directions somehow. And not to criticize, but it's constructive criticism. Right. Like, why didn't you keep your style? I mean, evolving, because you can evolve, but keeping a style. Yeah. Why did you have to change? Yeah, I understand where Joe comes from with that appreciation. On the flip side, though, I am very interested to hear what the album sounds like. Oh, like, I imagine the re- if this is the worst song on the album, then the album stands to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping this is like the beige vanilla flavored of the album and we get some like good stuff, you know, coming our way. Yeah. If you're listening, Gojira, I don't hate you. I still love you. No, very much. Yes, please. Please come back. (laughs) Please come back. Do you like podcasts? My honorable mention is, well, another band that this song in particular uh, is not par for the course on what they usually do in the fact that this is like one of the only songs I've heard from them that is more like Gojira in the existential crisis genre of metal. <laughs> and Mashuga released an album this year, which most of the album is, it's okay. Uh, it, Mashuga is very hit or miss for me, at least. Um, very miss for me. <laughs> yeah. But the song they move below by Mashuga. That's a dope name. That is a dope name. Is a nine minute and 35 second instrumental 
of that's brave journey. That's brave. It's it's a trip by itself. You don't need drugs. <laughs> you just put on the song and just let it take you. Let it take you. Uh, I don't recommend uh, doing it in driving like I did, but. Uh, you know, if you got some downtime, roughly ten minutes, <laughs> listen to an instrumental. Take that journey. It's All right, good. I'll check it out. Yeah, for sure, I'll check it out. Sounds like a different vibe, a different style, something I don't know. Sounds interesting. Meshuga, huh? Uh, Meshuga. M. I can't spell. Meshu- but it's Meshuga. Meshuga. Yeah. I'll I I'm, I'll send you the list. I I'm gonna do my best to try to spell it right. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. Thanks for bringing these pics because I always learn from you and you guys know a lot about this genres and this uh, this music. Google Docs has an autocorrect for Meshuga. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean progressive metal? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, just uh, crack me up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Lovely to hear, and yeah, I'm just looking forward to listening to those picks. Very cool. Well, my honorable mention. The reason why I picked this song is because this song was one of the most important songs of again Carol G for this year. Carol G made the number one in the Hot Latin songs with this song and. She was number one with this song this year in Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, like mostly all Latin America. And this song talks about an old person that she used to date with and she came back to this neighborhood in Medellin. Medellin is one of the most important cities in Colombia. And Medellin has like a neighborhood, like a zone, and it's called Provenza. Provenza is... The name of this song. Carol G in the song is visiting Provenza once again and she wants to meet this person again and well have fun and just be wild. But the thing with this song is that this song basically this year was the song that put Carol G in another level. This song was released, I think it was released in April and the video was recorded in Spain. But the impact of this song throughout Latin America is wonderful. When you listen to this song, you're not listening to a reggaeton song. It's a different style. It's a different vibe and it breaks stereotypes. If you watch the music video, a normal reggaeton video or a normal urban video will have 90, 60, 90 girls, like all slim in bathing suits and stuff. This video has the total opposite. So I feel that's cool. I feel it's very interesting to break those stereotypes and to make everyone understand, and, and not only everyone, but also the youth, the younger generations, that bodies are bodies and they have shapes and just the way they are, they are perfect, no matter how they are. So that's kind of the vibe that Carol G wants to put into this video. And that's why I picked it as an honorable mention. And yeah, just wanted to bring it to the table. <laughs> 
there are as many different types of people as there are subgenres of music. Mm. That means there's a whole hell of a lot. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's I can't really even say the name of the song because it's uh, basically a um, really it's just a string of cuss words. But uh, have you are you familiar with the comedian Reggie Watts? No. Uh, Reggie Watts, um, as much as it's an awful version of the Late Late Show. He was the music guy for James Corden. Oh, okay. Uh, James Corden is the worst replacement for Craig Ferguson on the Late Late Show. <laughs> that guy is as that guy's boring. He's uh, he's just another Jimmy Fallon. So boring. Craig Ferguson did his own thing. Ugh, sorry, God, I can't stand Corden. Um, yeah, Corden. Corden is the one in the carpool in the car, like the one. All he has is carpool karaoke. That is like the he's like singing in the car is the most is the biggest thing he did for late night television. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> just so boring. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's a whole other. That's all. We have a podcast on my opinions of late night hosts. <laughs> no, no, very interesting. Um, but re- oh, I was just gonna say. Um, so Reggie Watts was the best part of. Uh, that new iteration of the Late Late Show. And uh, speaking of messing with uh, stereotypes, um, <laughs> I, I can't say it. Basically, it's just like the, the it's just cuss words, but it's like the F crap stack. <laughs> it's the name of it. If you look up Reggie Watts and type in at the, if, you know, the F stack, <laughs> um, the whole song is basically, uh, he does acapella for a lot. Well, it's not acapella, but he does loops. So he'll like, do a beat into a microphone into a looping machine. Oh, okay, yeah. And he'll build his beats that way, and he's very, very good at it. And uh, the whole song is made of just of like basically mouth noises. And um, he's kind of messing with this idea of like what rap songs are. And um, one of the lines is, "I'm a cartoon character. You can never be like me." And he'll do this like goofy like voice in the middle of this rap song. <laughs> But the whole idea is like it's so it's so perverse and it's so over the top and it's basically pointing out all of these like uh, hyperboles that have been told in like uh, and basically just the hip hop genre particularly is what he's going after. But uh, yeah, basically this idea of what is a pop star is completely false. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and but he does it in a really really funny way. It's funny to everybody that's not the person he's talking about because he goes hard. Yeah. <laughs> He goes hard, but it's very entertaining for people that are not dirtbags, I guess. <laughs> Trying to watch my language. No, 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 no. That's perfect. It's okay. We rated R. So it's Oh well then the song's called the fuck shit stack. <laughs> <laughs> so, which I could never retain on my own. I like to create a own buffer memory of incredulity. So y'all motherfuckers could never get near to me. I'm a cartoon character. You'll never be able to be like me. 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 I like women. I like women. I like the concept of a woman. I like to take that concept and reduce it to an object. I like to take those objects and put them in my videos. Have them shake the jiggly bits so they look like hoes. I like to take some cop. Check it out. It's good. I didn't I didn't know where we were at. <laughs> I, was just, I was trying to watch more. Hilarious. I mean, technically, I could say it because that is the title of the song. Yeah, exactly. If that's the title, that's the title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious. Yeah. So with that, we hit all the honorable mentions. That's so cool. We're right now on the round of 
the songs that were on the top. Favorite. Yeah. Your favorite songs, our personal favorites of the year. Correct. Your personal favorite of the year. So what do you have, Ty? I'm going to preface this by saying that my Spotify playlist, like like playlist, might drive somebody into either insanity or an existential crisis. <laughs> I have, there's no, I, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty ADD when it comes to my genres. And I can be listening to Swedish death metal song that'll make me think of a pop song. And I want to listen to that next. Excuse me. So I'll put that on next. <laughs> so but so my playlist reflects that. So I could be listening to Silosis and then suddenly Elton John's Yellow Brick Road will come mm-hmm. yeah. back to back to back. Absolutely. And that's just the way I enjoy my music, complete in, in just a state of, of madness for anybody else. But me, I'm having a great time. Uh, so the reason I picked, okay, so yeah, so that goes into why my list looks like that. I've got basically three metal songs and then this guy. I don't know if either of you are familiar familiar with a cat called Jazz Emu. No. So he's kind of like a comedian singer. Like his, he's kind of like flight of if he if flight of the he's in the flight of the Concords genre. If that makes sense, he's not folk, but he's it's a it's a band that makes funny music, but it's really good music. Like Weird Al. Um. Yeah, but all of his. T- I I guess yeah. Um, Weird Al's pretty good, but he's less. Um, he doesn't do the parodies. No, no, it's all his own music. No. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, I mean, he, I could see him playing a concert together, like if Weird Al was, like, the headliner. Oh, yeah. So Jazzy Moo's been around, I think, since the mid-2010s, something like that. And I have only found him this year. <laughs> and the reason, there's a couple reasons I, I, I chose the song Still Waiting by him. And just just real quick summaries uh, from the two of you. What do you think he means by still waiting? What do you think he's still waiting for? Oh, wow. The world to change? Alright, so... Waiting on the world to change. It's it's so much more hyper-specific and insignificant as that. Oh, what can it be? Waiting for death to come? Nothing nearly as... Pro- so the, one of the reasons I love it is because it's, it's hilarious, but you just want to laugh at it, but you listen to it, and this beat is unstoppable. Like, it's it's got this kind of, like, 70s neo-funk jazz fusion thing going on and it is on the groove of this song is unstoppable it's like holland oats but even funkier and he's the song's called still waiting but essentially he is a he is basically a, a new character in each song and this character is staring at a screen waiting for the DVD logo to hit the corner of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially this character is going mad because he's been watching this DVD logo bounce around the screen. And he's waiting for it. Like in the song, he talks about how it's destroyed his marriage, um, how his eyes hurt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but all in this, all in this like super happy. Uh, it's basically if Lovecraft had a soundtrack that wasn't doom and gloom and like a character that was actually insane, it would be this song. It's so funny, but you're listening to it and like, um, I bounce off still crispy to the touch. And like you're, just, you're jam. You can't help but jam out to this song. You cannot help it. Wonderful. Um, and it uh, it just it makes me laugh, and I'm grooving out to it. It's a good mood song. Like it's stupid, but it's funny. <laughs> no, it's very fun, very interesting. I'm gonna check it out for sure. Oh, dude, it's catchy. It will get stuck in your head, and the music video is really funny. Nice. He's very indie. I don't, I'm not sure if he has a record deal. If he does, it's very indie. Yeah, well, it's new to me, so I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna see what he has. <laughs> Thank you for that one. Thank you for that pick. It's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be cool. 
it's simply my. I've been. I listened to it like three times in my way, <laughs> way back now. Okay, and what about you, Joe? What do you have? Everyone that's. If anyone goes through and listens to all of these songs in the order that we're saying them, it's going to be such an emotional roller coaster mm. of weird and like <laughs> like last time. Yeah, like last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number one uh, is actually a song that I have listened to so much since it came out, and not until today that I realized, oh, this song came out this year, so I can have it as my number one. I thought it came out a while ago it's a good feeling but i'm also just new to this band and i don't really know them that well until connor our uh lead vocalist uh introduced me to this song that is called spirits by nevermore oh oh man it is so catchy like i just when i hear listen to it i am picturing is it nevermore nothing more Nothing more. Nothing more. Nothing more. Nothing more is good. I've seen them live. They're good. I cannot help but just when I listen to the song, I immediately think of like videos that I could make with this as the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so cool. That's the one with the tarot cards and stuff in the music video, right? Yeah, that is a good song. That is a good song. That is. Oh man, it just I love songs that uh, that just have a lot of flavor. You know, it's not just the main. It's not just like guitars, bass, drums singer that's it Mm -hmm. it's like you got special elements that you had to add in after effects what have you but just layers upon layers uh nothing more is a hell of a a hell of a group to perform live too like i saw them at rockville um a couple like years ago and um they put on a show like the lead singer on top of being a good vocalist he'll you know uh he'll grab a a floor tom and they'll have a percussion section that's like a little over the top and then uh there was one thing they had this uh uh, this kind of apparatus they plugged the bass into so it's more or less like a standing bass and then like all three of them like everybody but the drummer would got up to the bass and uh did different things on it kind of like multiple people playing the same instrument at the same time wow wow. Um, i wouldn't let anybody go at my bass with drumsticks like they did but I would uh, I would be beating people with those drumsticks. That's when you buy a bass for that purpose. See, that doesn't happen for me. Mm. Uh, none. I, I consider my basses like horses. Like nobody mistreats my bass. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they get wear and tear on the road, they get wear and tear on the road. The road, but nobody is going to beat it. They stick. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my bass guitar room. That's my stable. That is, that's like what I call it. That's what I said. My seeds. I've said before, like I'll bring new basses to the band's face and take some home because it's like this one needs their exercise. <laughs> Absolutely. Those kind of songs that bring different elements and different things to the song, they create like an environment of, of curiosity. Like, like what's going to happen? What's going to come? So looks like this one of those songs, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I need to listen to it again because you showed it to me and I thought it was good then, but uh, I need to check it out again.
Thank you very much for that one. Wonderful picks. And I'm going to go with my last Latin scent of songs. Well, the last one I have, again, comes from this album, Un Verano Sin Ti. Un Verano Sin Ti in English, A Summer Without You. This album, again, made everything on every list. And the reason why this happened, I think, is because of that. It's because Bad Bunny has found a way to put different styles for each song. So each song has a different style. So you don't know what's going to come now. Like in the past, it was so repetitive. I already knew what was going to happen and I just didn't like it. But now he changed the style. And this song spent 20 weeks at the number one of the hot Latin songs of the Billboard. Wow. So this song really is another thing. Like it's almost half a year on the top of the hot Latin songs. And this song is called Me Porto Bonito. Me Porto Bonito in English is I Behave Nicely. It's a catchy song. It is a reggaeton song, but it's so catchy. It makes you want to dance. It is a, a regular reggaeton song, but brought to this year. So it has like a little bit of that old school reggaeton, but combined with new elements. The reason why I picked it is because, first of all, my, my wife loves it. And the first time I listened to it, I wasn't too much engaged with the song. But then it's one of those songs that when you hear it time after time, you start feeling the groove and feeling the motion and feeling the traction of the song. And now it's a massive hit. now is one of the best songs in the year at least in the latin scene and that's the thing when you have this kind of countdowns you necessarily have to take away a lot of songs that you wish you have brought but you just have four options so it's just not too many elements to bring to the table but there are a lot of songs out there this year that came out and really made a difference so yeah that's my number one and i wanted to share it with you it's funny that out of the four two were from bad bunny and two were with carol g like at least <laughs> yeah yeah at least mommy it was from becky g but carol g was involved so it sounds like i didn't bring that much but it's just the way the year moved in terms of latin music mm, yeah i mean it happened a lot in terms of music but as an impact or as a value created, at least for my energy from a Latin perspective, living in Canada, those were the songs that created that impact. Hey man, it's not a competition. I mean, it's what, what just, if it's what you liked, it's what you liked, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, those songs really made something. And now that you guys brought these very good picks to the table, I'm going to need to listen to this. And now the playlist is going to be very interesting because now we have 12 songs. Well, I'm going to say 14, uh, 13 because Ty, you brought two honorable mentions. So we're going to add that one to the playlist. And it's a mix of things. So you have. Oh, oh it's a mix. 
<laughs> it's a journey. It's a roller coaster. And I knew it was going to happen like that. That's what I like when I kind of combine forces with you guys, because you guys bring to the table things that are going to teach me a lot of things. So I really appreciate that a lot. Likewise, man. Like this, it's music I never even would have thought of to look up. So I'm, uh, I'm excited for this playlist myself. Yeah, yeah. No, me too. I'm really excited. And once again, guys, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure having you here. Uh, really love recording with you guys. You guys bring a lot of energy, a lot of good thoughts, a lot of music and a lot of knowledge to the table. And that, that's so fun. And that's so interesting. And well, I don't remember, maybe we talked a, a little bit about this in the beginning, but what is Otherworld? Well, we also uh, have a song that came out this year as Curse of Man that came out in 2022. And it is the first song that I am actually on mm-hmm. that I co-wrote and like. Played live, yeah, but first one that you've wrote, you've written with us, and yeah, that is one of the more difficult songs to play live. <laughs> it is a very, uh, which I don't mind. I uh, there's some songs we have that are not my favorite, but I know other people very much like them in the band, so I'm on board. But um, for me, I mean, that's a song that'll wake you up in the middle of the set, where it's like, okay, I need to be, I need to have make sure I've done my hand warm ups and yeah. uh, maybe stretch the legs a little bit. <laughs> It's a song, actually, uh, I don't often play with the pick, but it's one I thought the tone of playing with the pick, uh, it picks a little uncommon on bass for in some cases, but uh, Curse of Man, I thought, merited it. And uh, that's yeah. a fun one to play. And then we have the music video for that one as well, which mm. I can say it looks good for no budget, <laughs> but it did not turn out the way. It didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. I think it looks really good, especially that drone shot. The drone shot, yeah, with uh, like the two percent battery we had. <laughs> I literally couldn't keep it in the air any longer. <laughs> but uh, otherworld as a otherworld as a genre, um, we've been called alternative metal. I think is the best way to put us in because we're not the heaviest of the heavy, and we're not the lightest of the light. Hmm. We're definitely uh, we kind of walk the middle in some cases, and we like that flexibility because uh, some of our songs. We do play, they have more of a lighter uh, feel to them. Like one of our songs has uh, the closer on the full length, is uh, it's just basically piano and some synthesizer. Yeah, I like that uh, our band specifically, you can't fit all of our songs into the same subgenre. No. You could fit us into metal. Right, easy. But, but yeah. Uh, as far as our songs go, you know, each one kind of is a different, if you want to go into subgenres and like true to what subgenre each subgenre is then we're kind of all over the place yeah as far as in metal but yeah we'd really appreciate it if you give us a listen yeah always uh never ashamed away from a shameless plug <laughs> <laughs> no and we've had it and uh, we love coming on the show too so we really appreciate uh appreciate you having us on then no thank you very much guys and looking forward to listening to new music from other world coming soon i don't know i don't know maybe you guys have something in the oven there that you guys want to bring oh yeah it may not it may not be um we have uh i've i'm not going to try to give it away but uh you're working on something that should be out before christmas for sure correct joe yes all right so we've got some fun stuff coming it's not the single we talked about earlier but we have uh there's some alternative uh uh an alternative there's some extra fun stuff um uh, we're playing with just to kind of have you know some some other goodies to be releasing throughout the year um, to kind of wind up uh, to wrap up uh, 2022. Hopefully, 
I think it might be a stretch to say uh, that new song would be out by this year. So probably very early next year, once we're clear of the holidays and stuff. Because everybody, you know, everybody's oh, yeah. kind of production's pretty slow this time of year. Nice, nice guys. Well, looking forward to it. And once again, guys, I really appreciate all the time, the topic, the energy, the knowledge, and everything you bring to the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Tai, Joe, Dakota, Ziggy, everyone there for making this episode possible it's the first episode of the fourth season of the latin jukebox oh congratulations (laughs) no thank you thank you you guys are gonna be the rock stars (laughs) thank you i got a lot of songs i can add to my latin playlist it's gonna be very nice thank you very much guys and yeah that's pretty much it for the day and well for the night (laughs) just take care just enjoy the weather just enjoy christmas merry christmas and happy holidays for you guys i thank you very much you as well thank you very much guys i appreciate it